Welcome to the Core 4 Podcast. I'm your host, Parker Fleming, and this episode of the Core 4 is going to be a little bit different because we got a special interview for you guys. Brendan Smart, our GBB senior staff writer and our Grizz Gaming correspondent, will be interviewing Authentic African of Grizz Gaming and Canada's national 2K esports team. I'm really pumped about this interview, and I'm just really proud of Brendan and the work that he's put in on Grizz Gaming and really just making this his lane and really excelling at giving you the best esports content possible. Make sure you follow along and make sure you're subscribing to the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. With that, let's tune in. Listening to the Core Four podcast, coming to you from GrizzlyBearBlues.com and SB Nation blog, covering the Memphis Grizzlies. And today we are joined by no no one other than authentic African of Grizz Gaming. He's been around the Grizzlies since 2018, the inaugural season of the NBA 2K League. Authentic, how are we doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing great, and first of all, thank you for having me on the show, man. It's uh, the podcast. It's great, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, and and we appreciate you making some time, man. You've had a, pr- a pretty busy off season. Um, <laughs> it was announced, if I'm not mistaken, Sunday or Monday that you were going to be a part of Team Canada in the <laughs> upcoming esports uh, FIBA um, Open. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Um, man, that's that's awesome. What are your initial thoughts? Um, first of all, you know, it's just just so grateful and so blessed, you know, to be in that position to be, you know, be able to select it to to represent your home country. That's something not a lot of people, you know, get to experience and feel, and you know, so that's that was first and. Like second, I I feel like first of all that that Canadian team is really really good. You know, I feel like we can yeah. compete with 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 any any of the other countries out there, and that's what really gets me excited because you know we have a great program over there. Ryan, you know Shane and Shane and Sam, you know they're obviously a part of the league too, and you know they're running things over there very great. Um, you know, I'm I'm really happy to be a part of Team Canada and can't wait for the tournament. It kind of goes to show, you know, ever since 2018, you know, the Grizz haven't had necessarily a winning record, but they're getting there, right? And it kind of goes to show what, you know, your talent is, you know, especially on like a um, a losing team so far, but you're getting there type of situation. Through all of that, they can see the see your talent. I mean, it, it means a lot. So that's, that's pretty cool, man. It's definitely awesome. Um, one thing I want to touch on, man, you've been around the Grizz, kind of going to want to flip to the Grizz gaming side of things. You, you've been with the Grizz since 2018, and I've heard yeah. some hilarious stories about, you know, that first season um, when you guys were in New York. Um, a lot of, a lot of you know, 
people counted you guys out. You guys really didn't have a point guard that first year. And the big thing surrounding you personally was, you, you know, your versatility. That's the mm-hmm. big thing. You're so versatile. You can play with three through five. And if I'm not mistaken, that 2018 season, you played point guard a few times, correct? Yep, I did. Kind of a jack of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that first season was definitely something, man. It, uh, even even before, yeah, people don't even know. Like I started out in the comp scene as a point guard, uh-huh. so so that's how it really started, you know. Okay. And I feel like being being a point guard first mm-hmm. helps you really adapt to all the other positions really easy. So that's that's how I really started and you know so I could actually actually really literally play one through five. So I've I've done it all throughout the years and you know I enjoy it. You know I enjoy trying out all these different positions and stuff. Man, I, I just learned something new about you. Okay, so yeah. you play one through five, and then when you were working on getting into the lead, you were playing point guard and, and kind of really any any position like you just mentioned so you go through that season and you know you've got a lot of doubters um you go you come into year two um i can't i I don't really know the roster turnover through the through the first two years but it it seemed like you guys were just searching for answers to kind of stop the bleeding throughout that you guys draft um vandy and 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 then you know you guys go through year two and vandy's kind of talked about when i interviewed vandy he kind of talked about how it took you guys a little bit to kind of get adjusted to each other, point guard and center throughout that year. You guys had a similar season in year two, just like um, last season, year three with Vandy and um, Goofy. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like we're going back to authentic at the five, but I'm just speculating. And, and you guys are really um, running this offseason team together. You're playing center, Vandy's playing point guard, which is really neat. And it kind of shows a lot of um, character between you guys that you guys can play um, 2K League for four months together. And not only that, you can go into offseason tournaments and grind together. So that, that's that's a big thing to kind of watch for in the 2K League. You guys come out with bright lights um, on your PS5 next gen. Um, what kind of went into the decision making there um and and how did you guys come up with the name and the logo i mean we just to be honest we just wanted something simple you know we felt like you know it was time for a change with team caution and you know with my brand with with peerless and all that stuff so we just decided for a change and and bright lights and i felt like you know um a few a few weeks ago i i went downtown toronto and you know um you know we we got a airbnb at that point before all the lockdowns happened rented yeah. out and stuff like that and i was able to see like the nice skyline and stuff of toronto downtown and all that stuff and that's where that's where honestly the the logo came up with where i came up with like gave the like the idea of the logo to Vandy. I'm like, what about a logo with um, you know, a nice skyline and a stadium and something like that? Something original, something no one okay. has. And and then and then why not use the uh, Miami Vice City colors too, you know, because you know, yeah. why not? <laughs> So, you know what's crazy? When you look at the logo, you think about the new neighborhood turned into the city. Um, the yeah. next gen. That's what that was my initial thoughts. Now I'm looking at it. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where the idea came up from. I, I think it looks pretty good. You know, we made a really um, cool looking uniform and 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 dirt. I mean, court too. So it's gonna be nice to play in that. Play in that for sure. And that that's that's awesome. So so you guys go into next gym, which obviously everybody is struggling to get a console right now. Um, yeah. Unless you want to pay a grand, you're not getting a console. Oh um, yeah, lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
if I got mine early. <laughs> yeah, every everybody that was smart pre-ordered it three months before they were even out. So <laughs> good, good for y'all because y'all were smart about it. I was gonna wait, but uh, kind of going back to you and Vandy and that relationship because you guys are the only two remaining. You know, Goofy gets traded away, kind of coming out of left field on that, but it's understandable because. You you earn two draft picks, right? So you're able to you know get two first round draft picks where you didn't have any first round draft picks before. <laughs> kind of looking ahead with you guys, you and Vandy, as a prospect coming into this draft, what would your message be not only to the prospects that when you guys are on the clock, um, what every every team I, I'm trying to figure out how to word this every team really has like a like an atmosphere around it kind of like an aura right yeah, you guys sure. really you guys really built on that last year um starting 0 four you know four game winning streak you guys start getting that rhythm start start going start going yeah. and then and then you guys miss the playoffs by like one game if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. what is your message to prospects um in that first round you guys have two first round picks obviously point guard and center is pretty much a lock um, and that, yeah, that can be give or take because you're so versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is your message to prospects? What, what, coming into Memphis, what, what are, what is to be expected from these guys when they come into the, come into Grizz gaming? I mean, first what, what they could expect, and this starts from the, the top up, you know, with Lang and Pugs with them is the family atmosphere that, you know, we, you know, we, we deliver it like they deliver it to us and and how we feel coming to Memphis, you know, because everybody, most of these guys that are coming, these prospects are, are about 18, 19, 20. And this is, you know, this is their first real experience, you know, yeah. out there without their families and their, you know, their loved ones and stuff. And, and that's first and foremost, you know, to make the prospects feel comfortable as, as possible so that's that's what i feel like we give better than like so like a lot of these other organizations you know just that family atmosphere that that care and and you'll like no like when you're a grizz gamer you you know you'll be taken care of you know so Absolutely. that's that's definitely the most important thing that i feel like you know they could come into happiness and and then you know obviously with me and vandy i feel like you know we're two definitely experienced players in the league they have you know all these guys know and i feel like they know what we can definitely do you know mm-hmm. me being me being the versatile player and vandy being the point guard so i feel like that's definitely an attractive feeling you know attractive feel where they could you know easily be like you know that's that's a really good team you know they're missing a few pieces here and there and and they could get over the top so yeah it's definitely i feel like we're definitely right there you know and I feel like we're, we just we just got to hit on this draft, and I feel like if we do that, the uh, sky's the limit. And, and you mentioned Lang. Um, I never really talked to Lang, you know, being in the Grizzlies media for, you know, the last five years. I never really had the yeah. opportunity to really talk with Lang. Last year mm-hmm. gave me such a great opportunity to, after each game, really talk to Lang. And you know what's yeah. crazy? After the losses, you could really see it in his face. And when he talked to you, you know, like he genuinely cares about this so much. Oh, and, sure. it's, and it's funny because I listened to a podcast with Lang and Lang was talking about coming from New York to Memphis and this whole esports and all this other stuff. And that's what I want to touch on next. You've been with Lang since year one, right? So yeah. where have you seen growth from him? And how have you guys really helped each other out? Because the 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 background with Lang is he knows – 
the hardwood, the actual hardwood. Mm-hmm. And then and then you've got you guys on in terms of you guys are professional 2K players. Two completely different situations, but yeah. somehow it works and it, it, it's worked well so far. So how does that work between you guys? Oh, I mean, Lang's the best. Um, well, like at the end of the day, Lang's a really, really quick learner. So at, at season one, you know, by the really by midway through the season, like he really got a complete, I felt like a complete grasp of, of the league. And he was telling me like, like, like who are the good players and stuff like that. And who are the bad players. So, you know, Lang's a, Lang's a quick learner. So, you know, I yeah. the day, like, even though, like, like you said, you know, he's coming from the, the real world, the real hardwood, and we're coming from, you know, the virtual side. At the yeah. end of the day, it's still basketball, and, and Lang's a genius in terms of that. So he knows how to, you know, manage a team, you know, coach a team and orchestrate a team and, and to his liking. So, you know, I feel like he's like we've – I've definitely learned a lot from him, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, being not just uh, not just in terms of – 2k but just being as a person you know you know he's one of the most genuine person you can you could meet so you know i've learned a lot from him personally so you know i hope to continue you know working with lang you know um you know he's even when he's on vacation now he's always he's always talking about how we can make the team better so you know i really appreciate having someone like lang around me and you know i can't wait to get to work absolutely so you're heading into season four and obviously every offseason, each athlete, I call you guys athletes because this this is hard. Like people don't understand, like what you guys do is very hard. And mm-hmm. and it's kind of like repetition. It's kind of like getting shots up in the gym in the offseason and kind of yeah. setting goals for where you want to take your game next. You being so versatile, where where is a area of your game? Because there, I don't, I see no weaknesses, but it's like, obviously, if you want to continue progressing, you got to kind of be your own critic. So sure. with, with, with you heading into season four, this is this is a big off season in terms of building for this franchise moving forward, because you're going to have saw a lot of new talent in the, you know, I, for virtual locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, where is an area of your game that you're like, I want to get better this off season? I feel like in terms of the area of my game that needs to be better, honestly, is just like in terms of like my leadership qualities, you know, I feel like I've always been a a player that's been a lead by example, you know, I really wasn't doing too much talking and stuff like that. But I feel like someone in my position, especially at center, you know, I feel like I need like I definitely need to be a little bit more vocal, you know, I need to you know, do a lot more stuff, especially if I have the bar or something, I could orchestrate the offense, you know, the same way, you know, Vandy can orchestrate the offense just so that, you know, if someone can cut, you know, little, little things, you know. Yeah. So I just, just that, that really, like, I feel like that would take my, my game to the next level and, and, and just being, you know, just being more aggressive, you know, you know, just remembering, like, having that confidence to know that, you know, whatever position I'm out there, I'm, I'm one of the best in, in the world at it and just continuing to go f- grow from there. And wherever, wherever I'm placed, I'm, you know, I'm just going to continue to get better at it and, and hopefully the results come. Absolutely. And, and, and it's crazy. Cause like when you talk, when you, when you're around the league, like I'm not even there yet, but like the last year, just soaking everything in and really talking to you guys and having those communications, those conversations. One thing is like, if you're too vocal and like you're too hard on somebody, you might lose them. So yeah, I understand yeah. where you're coming from in terms of like trying to find that fine line and trying to figure oh, out who, sure. who, you know, the person, person is sitting next to you and how to uh, engage in that, that conversation. 
Um, and that, and that's awesome. That's, that's a, that's a good place to kind of get better at. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the next question I, I really want to touch on, man, you scored 84 points in a game. Yeah. You dropped 84 on somebody's head. Yeah, <laughs> that was, oh man, I can, I can never forget that game, man. It was. What happened? I mean, I did a story on this from the man. Like I uh, need to hear this. What happened? Uh, oh man. Uh, well, first off, we're we're playing the Sixers. Um, okay. And they like the game before the Sixers played us. They played the Heat, and like the way they played Hot Shot was was weird because they he was he was also five outing. Yeah. But they didn't help at all, like at 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 all with 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 anybody. So it was it was weird. So we 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 went into the game thinking, okay, they they know we're a five out team at this point right now with me. Yeah. We're thinking change up their game plan because they you know he hotshot had a big game against them too yeah so so then i'm like okay okay um i'm assuming they're gonna pinch hard and they won't allow me to score but the game starts and they do the same exact game plan <laughs> they do not move from anybody else and literally just let um it's almost like insanity die. <laughs> it really is it's crazy and they just kept doing it and doing it and and like like me like like i remember a timeout was called and i had like like 40 out of like i don't know like 46 points at that point and then i'm like man I, i'm not liking this like i don't want to shoot this much this isn't me you know i don't i don't just hog the ball and, and chew like this yeah i want to run something and they're like no 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 you're no, killing keep it, doing it. <laughs> yeah keep, keep going keep going i'm like i got sure i don't know about this and they're like no keep going go go for it man yeah you can they can't stop you so i uh, it, it just it just kept they kept not helping they kept not helping and it just it ended up <laughs> the total being i mean I guess their game plan worked because they they won the game. So I can't even fault them for for what they Wait, did. They won the game. So they won the game. What so. was it? Can you remember how close it was? Um, I think it was ninety one eighty um seven or eighty. Oh, you dropped something. all those points. Yeah. Oh, it was, oh it was crazy, man. Yeah, it, that loss really hurt me, though. Oh my goodness! Yeah. One thing I noticed, and, th and this is why, this is where I want to finish it, because this is what really tells me about who you are as an individual, right? And, mm -hmm. and 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 people in Memphis tend to love people that give back, and it, it means a mm -hmm. ton. So I was watching your interview with Jeff Eisenband behind the screens, right, when it came out several months yeah. ago during the regular during the season, and you mm -hmm. you kind of touched on the fact that you know. You and your, you know, your parents came over for, from what is in Africa? It starts with an S. I forgot. Sudan. 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 Okay. Okay. They came over from Sudan. You born in Toronto, and you kind of mentioned Sudan, and you've got how many kids do you sponsor? Right now, six. That's fantastic. Like that, that's yep. something I'd I'd love for you to kind of talk about how you got into that, and and what kind of made you do that. Well. This was a long time ago. I keep I keep forgetting how quick I'm aging, man. But um, this was like over 15 years ago. It was um, I went to I went on a visit to Sudan. You know, I went yeah. back home. Um, you know, and what really hurt me over there was you know I was able to see the nice places of Sudan, but then I also seen like the 
the bad places where the poverty is and stuff like that. And, and it hurt me seeing like where the kids were at trying to, you know, go through like dumpsters, trying to find any kind of food they, they, they could get. So after, after seeing that, you know, I, I always, you know, I always told myself that whatever I, I get, I'm always going to, you know, try to give back as much as possible, especially to the little kids, you know, because no one should be able Absolutely. to suffer like, like, like that, you know, like people don't understand how fortunate we are to, to live in, you know, mm-hmm. North America and, and stuff like that. And a lot of people don't have that, that fortune. So, you know, that always just kept, kept pushing me into that. And, you know, that's, that's the reason why I just continue to do what I do and, and, you know, I'm thinking even bigger, you know, so hopefully one day I'm able to get my own, my own little charity going and able to give back to the little kids, you know, so that's, that's the plan. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, if you're in Memphis, man, they love, the, they love it. And not only that, man, that the, the, they'll give that energy right back to you. And I've, and I've told people this oh, for sure. And, and a big motivation for me coming from the actual hardwood to the virtual hardwood mm-hmm. was the fact that like, when you guys first came over, I was like, man, who are these guys? You know, I was like, good mm-hmm. gaming. I mean, this, this is yeah. the last. And then I saw mm-hmm. somebody, I saw somebody tweet out the other day when the esports and all the Olympics and all this started coming out. They were like, you know, this isn't just a temporary sport. Like this is something mm-hmm. that's going to be around for a very long time and it's grown mm-hmm. so much. So if I can mm-hmm. bring, if I can bring that um, to the, to the fans that are on, you know, uh, fans of John Moran, Jaron Jackson, and those mm-hmm. guys, they should be the fan. They should be fans of you guys, at least catch a game or two here and there. And then they'll be drawn in immediately because it's such a fun, the, the 2k league is so fun because it's five out it's fast paced and everything is so everybody's so on top of one another. I mean, if you mess up once you're having a bad game, it, you know it like it, it's crazy oh, for sure the talent level sure. is out of this world and you guys are on the up and coming so it's definitely the right time to get into this um but i appreciate you double a i appreciate you stopping by uh making some time for us at grizzly bear blues mm-hmm. and uh best of luck this offseason bro no i appreciate that thank you for having me again man and we'll talk soon and that is it for this edition of the core four podcast make sure you're liking subscribing downloading whatever you need to do for the grizzly bear blues podcast network so you could be notified of every single episode of the core four podcast gbb live the starting five podcast and the three indie podcast follow the podcast on twitter at the core four podcast with the number four not the word for make sure you're following grizzly bear blues on twitter at SBN grizzlies and reading all of its great content at grizzlybearblues.com and that's all folks